By pressing play, you've been transported to a dimension where there would be no apologies given for the abstract and asinine comments made here by the host and their guests. With that being said, thank you for listening and enjoy your experience. We are clotheslining. We are gorgeous. Are you ready? For episode 35 of the most ridiculously random pop culture podcast in the 719. Yo, Yo where, where the, the captions at? at? Yo, yo, yo. Yo, 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 where are the captions at? Yo, where they at? Hey, where they at? Ho, where they at? Ow, where they at? Here. Yes, yes, y'all. It's another episode. And as always, I'm yours truly, Kells for Show, a.k.a. the one, two, three, Kid Cuddy. Joining me always is my bro host. Yo, you just fucked me over because I was going to use that joke. Psych. But um, it's the one and only, Roscoe Tinkoya. Yes, y'all. Joining us today, always making sure these episodes come out timely. Make sure these episodes are always edited precisely. Making sure we always give you the best of who we are. It's not other than our partner in crime, our podcaster, <laughs> Daniel Whittady. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> it's what we do, baby. And joining us is a new individual into our friend circle or the square circle circle of Squirkle. this thing that we do. Squirkle. The squirkle, that's like Squirtle's on um, Black Cousin. Yeah, <laughs> oh. he shoot tar out instead of water. If he's you watch, better yet, if you watch, the, if you play Pokemon Go, he's the one wearing the shades all the time. <laughs> oh, part of Squirtle Squad. Squirtle yeah. Squad. He's a squirrel. <laughs> no, it's none other than the very lovely, very friendly, the very Mandy. Mandy. With an I. And an E. And an E. And I E. Okay. Barbarian as fuck. Barbarian as fuck. Yo, Scrong. Scrong. Scrong as hell. Scrong as hell. <laughs> How are you today, Mandy? Uh I am on a scale of one to ten, I'm like a four. Oh, four. Uh, Being here, maybe, maybe like an I'm eight. just saying, I knew you'll love apples if you was a two, but it's a whole nother conversation, girl. <laughs> yeah. But that's what's up, though. Ross, Daniel, weekends, anything you want to talk about before we get into it? It was a great time to play D&D. Uh, I would love to give a shout out to Rainbow Glitter and uh, Rusty for keeping my spirit aligned onto this plane while I was drunk and sleep. FYI, those are our friends' cats. Yes, these cats kept my spirit aligned while I was uh, astral projecting through my night. AKA sleep. that nigga was asleep. <laughs> yes, I woke up to a dark. I woke up to a nice dark uh, Loris Loris Fishburn slash Morgan Freeman voice. And when I wake up, it's Rainbow Glitter staring at me in my face. I'm like, see the difference between me and him. As I had a conversation with the owners of the house, I looked down and see him sleep upon the floor with two cats sleep on top of him. I'm like, yo, I should snap this, but I won't. But if it was my black ass pass on the floor, that oh, nigga definitely would have had a whole <laughs> two-hour snaps of these cats on top of me sleep with random conversation in the background. But there's no yang without a yang. There's no nigga without a I'm the worst. Yeah, you thought I was like, ah, I see the eyes. I was like, you about to do it. I'm like, nah, baby. Hey, you need a twilight for the dusk. But yeah, I woke up to these. Uh, well, you need a Jacob for every Edward. I didn't wake up to Rusty on me, but I woke up to just Rainbow Glitter staring at me at fuck. And I'm just like, yo, this nigga is staring at me. Then in my head, I'm like, yo, this nigga ain't asleep. He just staring at me. 
Because Rainbow Glitter always sleep. Yo, them motherfuckers were asleep. <laughs> they was trying to be asleep, but that nigga Rusty was on his own mission. But Rusty stay on his own mission. Hell yeah, he's the more um, solitary. Yeah. He's the more solo one Rainbow, of the two. Rainbow's technically a dog in a, in a cat spirit. Basically, all this nigga cat do dog, is... Yeah. he All he do is sleep. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Anywho. Anywho. Let's get into it. So we about to talk about, yo, what's popping? Well, be popping. So, Ross, tell us what's popping in the wrestling world. Well, over the weekend, a lot of shit has happened. As of Friday, Selena Vega, the wife of one Aleister Black, which even got more crazy news, she has been released from WWE. Why? Because she did not want to release her, did not want to stop streaming on Twitter. I mean, Twitch. And also, Aleister Black is, ironically, not black. He is not. He is a... But yet, he is an emo white dude that loves listening to black heavy metal. And I'm not going to front. Dope as fuck. And loves to play video, Mortal Kombat to be excited. Oh, that sounds about right. I fuck with Alistair Black. Black, but, I like his whole gimmick. But yeah, uh, she got released because she did not want to stop her uh, Twitch because WWE was trying to get this partnership with Twitch again. And technically, due to this pandemic, uh, most most of the rest main star wrestlers been making their real money because of not touring, uh, due to the fact that in show touring, house show tours is on a pause. So they've been making it from cameos and Twitch, but now WWE trying to get into that pot because you know they're independent contracts, not union workers. So she got released. Al- and yet we also found out after she got released, Aleister Black tried to go back to NXT where he was popping that because that's where I had you really watching the match. Oh, yeah, that's so, why, uh, yeah, I was introduced to him. But he got denied to go back down there. Oh, so they had been, no, no, you too good. We and no, they just said no, and yet there's some dissension in between that, so we don't know what's going to happen with Aleister as well now. Word. Okay. Anything else in wrestling? Uh, so Survivor Series this Sunday. Yep. So uh, uh, next week episode, you will hear us talk about that. Yes. As Ooh, well as nigga, as well as over. T- oh yeah. Yes, I'm nigga, off. you off too? Because we got a business meeting. As well as uh Tuesday, this past Tuesday, the day after we recorded, so what? AKA Booze Day. <laughs> so as y'all heard me talking about AEW, said they had some video game announcements. Those announcements are. We have a mobile casino game coming from AEW called AEW uh, Double or Nothing Casino Game. Mm. We have another mobile game coming out next year called AEW General Manager. Mm. As well as AEW has announced their show gameplay of their upcoming next-gen video game, AEW Wrestling, through the one company, Yokes. Where most of y'all people who grew up on the PlayStation and the old school wrestling games were the people that started all the WWE, Raw versus SmackDown, the Raw, all of those games. Those were through this company, as well as the producer of WWE No Mercy is helping them produce this game. So, and just for you, Kelsey, because you probably don't remember this. WWE No Mercy is technically considered the best WWE game from Yokes ever. No, that's funny you bring that up because we have a regular customer at Escape Velocity who said if we could beat him in um, WWE, WrestleMania, or NWO, (laughs) No Way Out on the 64, can you still have it? We'll win some type of prize. Because he's the the cat I was telling you about that comes in wearing an AEW hat. He has a replica... 
a championship belt. We'll get his belt if we beat him. And he said if you beat him, you get the belt. It's oh, really? Tr- wait, wait, wait. Ooh. Is his name Trent? Or Ty- uh, Ty- Ty- Tyson. Tyson. Ooh. Yeah, that's who I told you about. So we might have to figure that shit out. Twitch it or Bruh, some shit. we got this now. We I ain't going to win, but... I got to try. I got to try. Low key. You, that's if, all we can do is try. If he would have told... If it, this would have been any of the... WWE versus SmackDowns when it's just like the top two buttons hit the finisher. I got him locked. But he's playing on the 64, but I might have a chance. Speaking of trying, Mandy, have you tried playing any wrestling games? I actually haven't. I've watched plenty. Plenty? Plenty. And Uh, that's gonna... Oh, go ahead. No, I've watched plenty and... uh, that's about as far as I got. Oh, no, that's fine, because that's definitely oh. going to come up later in this episode. But moving on from but wrestling. But hold on, real quick, Kelsey. We forgot one other big wrestling I news. I didn't forget nothing. No, before we go to this other big wrestling news, this Wednesday at AEW, we found out Cody Rose will be setting up a storyline feud with the one, the only, Shaquille O'Neal. Yes. Yo, this is how I beat Shaq. He's taking... He taking inspiration from Aaron Carter's ass. But yes, Cody Rose will be fa- will be having a storyline against the one and the only I Shaquille O'Neal because if Cody I see Rose. Little Daniel on his fucking screen when I turn over. <laughs> I'm gonna have a whole conniption. Not half one. On and now you just look back no, nigga, that's not happening. Inside joke, Kelsey. <laughs> no, 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 we don't put all that information in these streets. This ain't P Valley. Discreets. <laughs> we ain't doing all but that. Yes. No, no, no. Oh, babe. Mm-mm. This ain't Red um Red Shoe Diaries with David Duchovny. These definitely ain't no triple S files. <laughs> but anyways, moving on to video game news. So if you listen to this, guess what's been guess what's came out? The that- Xbox. Not just only the Xbox Series X, and the, the PlayStation and 5. And the Xbox Series X as well. Both brand, both systems. Well, I said the X. But, but yeah, I and the, the S. Premium, but, no, I'm saying but yeah, both. But yeah, yet, but yet also the PS5. And I've weirdly heard that the PS5 shipping is better than the Xbox ones. So I've been heard some people been getting free Xboxes because Xbox been shipping them to the wrong people. <laughs> and the thing too, I see a lot of people make videos about the PS5, but... Nobody's did the I got my Xbox video. Be- <laughs> because well. the thing is, I've what I've. Well, well, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. You man. said, well. Did you get yours? Hell no. Oh, you're not a gamer like that? But the thing uh-huh. is, Kelsey, There's also. Wrong with that me either. One of the things is, most of the people that got their Xboxes already got their shit a week early compared to on release day. Okay, that's one thing, but still, even with that being said, it was not a... Exactly, it's not like... Just because of... Is it because the PS5 has the more height? It's more... It's more... It's the more cloud part, It's the treaty. It's the treaty. But, like, technically, like, a lot of people... Just go ahead and say it, because Xbox got miles. And, yeah, (laughs) technically, Xbox ain't got miles, but, like, the thing is, all the big... All the big YouTubers that got a place... That got an Xbox... They did their unboxing a yeah. week in advance because Xbox sent their shit to them a week before the real release. So most people weren't really checking it yeah. for it like that, where PlayStation dropped their shit like literally yeah, yeah. two days before and it's the launch there's been day. no means about, yo, I'm going to rob somebody for their Xbox. Nobody, no. You got Xbox, True. you cool. All right. No one's making weird TikToks for their girlfriends to buy them Xbox. That is true, but yet one of them. I'm not even going to get a new Xbox. I'm going to get a PS5. By this time next year, I'm gonna have one. <laughs> but yeah, but I yeah, like, yeah, I understand the the the, the situation. But yet, yeah, it's also one of those things. It's like 
I can honestly say, yes, PlayStation had a little bit more better launch titles, but to me, in the long run, Xbox is going to have more better exclusivities because, like, all their... I can honestly say all the PlayStation's launch titles are already... Their, their games, literally, right after their games That's come out, give you, yeah. Everything else they gotta, they're going to have to wait at least six to eight months for their next releases. 68 months? I said six to eight time. months. Speaking of which, Daniel, what about you? What about are you planning on getting one of the next-gen consoles? Xbox, but I'm not fully in debt. But, yeah. Okay, all right. Why is that over the PS5? Um, I'm an Xbox person. All right, I'm wrong with that. It, it, it's better for online gaming with people. Um, PlayStation is more... It, PlayStation has better graphics for single-player games, but I play online. So you're an X-person. Yes. Like yes. Jubilee Squad but I do love M2 the Universe. I love them both. Porcano Los Dos. Yeah, because we are playing the PS2 right now, X-Men Legends. Yeah, yeah. Cool. When everything gets set up and running, running right, that, that Twitch, Twitch stream coming. will be coming. That Twitch gonna it will come be a like lot a of, bitch. And I'm be honest, guys, there will be not just only gaming Twitch. It will be some few vlogs and all of that. All if you want to scratch your Twitch itch, but yeah, have you covered. We like got y'all covered. A lot of oatmeal in the bathtub. A lot of random com- content coming. Be prepared, y'all. One of the other things that I can say about Xbox is yes, we're not. Yes, Xbox didn't have a bunch of launch exclusivities, but their thing is they're not about exclusivities. They're more about games and service and getting their membership up. And I can say the one thing difference than PlayStation and Xbox did was the day of the Xbox One X and I mean the Xbox Series S and the X came out. They merged the EA Play with Game Pass, technically, for some people, saving them extra $5. So now they have an extra $5, as well as giving some people more sports games to get into, as well as an extra revenue of gaming content. Because people that don't know, EA Play gives you 10% access, uh, downs off, as well as, I can honestly say, over the weekend... Due to the EA Play, you get a free 10-hour gameplay trial. So I got to play UFC 4 for 10 hours free until it becomes available in the vault. So I wasted a good 10 hours worth of playing this UFC 4. And I can say they dramatically changed the shit out of UFC 4 from 3, 2, and 1 to a whole other level and like I can't wait to get wait my 10 hours on this Madden then you 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 just want to ground and pound that's all you want to do no but the thing is but no 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 no, no, no. that that was a joke but I can honestly say though if this was back in the day that five dollars could go a long way because you get five hot and spicies but because the minimum wage has gone up taxes have went up I gotta pay two seventeen in Colorado for one so back five years ago five burgers Five dollars right now. I'm lucky to get two. Government. <laughs> but moving on from video games to other news and TV and movies. Ooh, yes. guess what? Zack Snyder showed off over this week. His dick. No, no, he's not you, Daniel. No, that was you. But Daniel, I do have to. No, but he did show off his Martian Manhunter image Ooh. because the Martian Manhunter will pop up. In the Snyder Cut, and he showed the image of what he's going to look like. But Wait. guess what? Guess what he's going to look like? Fucking Marshman Man It was nothing what? like mind-blowing. He was green, had a long-ass head, red X, and a cape. So, like, cool. Just give me the Snyder Cut already. Well, but check. Also, you ready for this fun fact? You know, the, fun. 
The Snyder Cut will only add an extra four minutes of content into the movie. No, that's 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 not. The thing is, the money that they wasted for was all technically CGI and other stuff. No, but people coming in for reshoots of stuff too. It's yeah, be because they stretching out that into four hour long episodes. So, but it's weird because the thing is, like Zach himself said, it's extra four. They shot an extra four minutes worth of yeah. Okay, so new content. It might yeah. be the extra four would be them. Digitizing, like, adding in like Jared, Jared Leto, Leto and all of yeah, them. The cameo's gonna be real quick, but most of the but most of all the content is all CG. It was already shot. Yeah, it just needs to like all that seven. It has minutes. to be rendered. All the content that is being that they wasted the seven million dollars on is for strictly supposedly CGR, CGI and rendering. So technically, all the people that came in is supposedly. That added four more yeah. minutes to the so-called four hours of content. And that that's they crazy, us. too, that they had that much content that they shot and at least rendered that they scrapped because Snyder had to leave because his daughter committed, committed suicide, suicide. So he had to deal with family issues. And Josh Whedon came in. So there's a whole other story arc that we didn't get. But also, they still are adding things. So it's going to be interesting I'm to see that next year. And also, this. speaking of DC, Constantine 2... Oh it's in development. God. It's not being shot yet, but it is in the early stages. They bringing in writers and more or less, because Keanu is back again. Not like he ever left, Ooh. but Keanu's star has risen like a again. phoenix after John Wick and all his other movies. So now, after all this rumblings and like I've said, I think me and Daniel have agreed with, like old buddies, the pitching of Satan was one of the best Satan's on screen and creepy. And it's one of my favorite parts of that movie. And that movie also itself underrated because it had old buddy from Blood Diamond. I ain't going to try to pronounce his name. Who played um, Brother Midnight. Man, that name was so hard to try to say. And he nailed that shit. Just like how old buddy on a TV series that played the father and lost played the same character. Like it hits the points, but that movie was so underrated. And people didn't realize that it was even part of the DC vertical mm-hmm. line. But we did as fans, and we knew what they had. And I still think, oh, oh, Matt, oh, oh. is it Matt Ryan? I, I still it. think Matt Ryan is a better Constantine than Keanu because that motherfucker is Constantine. Keanu still gets it close enough, but also makes it Keanu. I'm, I'm going to be honest. Yes, Matt, that Matt Ryan is the best Constantine, but I do like the... The little added effects that Keanu Reeves does to Constantine. The fact that it's just like, he's not a full drunk, but yet he's still rugged enough to be like... But also, they didn't allow him to be a full full drunk drunk as well. Because the whole license, I'm like, that's... But I I do like the fact that even though he couldn't be a full drunk or or a smoker, he still brought that Constantine into it without... Being showing it exactly, and that's the thing too that always frustrates me about movies, especially comic books, because they did this shit with Gambit and Wolverine and Marvel because they was on that whole anti-smoking, smoking and drinking. It's like what Wolverine and Gambit does, but they didn't let them do that. They stopped letting them do that in the comic books, and then they stopped having Logan do that shit in movies. They even let Constantine do that in movies, but yet the movies about hell, Satan, murder, rape, and whatever, whatever. <laughs> you can not, do all that shit, but not, no, the, ki- the not kids nicotine. can't see that. Not nicotine. They don't yeah, care not, about where you go when you die. See, they <laughs> care about because one of my favorite uh, moments in the Gambit comic How from the late yes. <laughs> so one of my favorite funny. moments from a Gambit comic book in the late nineties was the fact that um, Gamut charged up a cigarette or a cigar 
unbeknownst to Logan, and Logan was giving him shit, calling him gumbo, and having him spill on himself. <laughs> just for Gammy, be like, all right, morning, man, enjoy that drag of that cig. Just for it to blow up in Logan's face, and he's like, Gammy, like, see, that's a joke you could do because they smoke. But anyway, like, it's just one of the weird things. We could talk about hell, we could talk about dying, we could have Neo shoot up a million people or whatever. But we like, can't show. We can't show our hero his vices. Exactly. <laughs> you better not do that. I seen Monster with Holly Berry and Heath Ledger. And Heath Ledger got all in that butt. But, it, but you can't have a cigarette butt. We ain't going to show his vices, though. We, can't we don't know he has though. vices, but he ain't going to show them. I seen showgirls. There was something I was listening to <laughs> where they were saying you could basically show the ejaculate of a man, but people can't not be wearing seatbelts. Exactly. <laughs> like in a show called Bondage. That come came out. Get in the car, you have, have you seen Bondage, baby? It's on Netflix. It's, I'll get into that later, but yes. <laughs> and speaking of violence and fatalities, the Mortal Kombat movie has been delayed indefinitely God because they are waiting for theaters to come back open to 90 quote unquote percent capacity so they can make money off of it. It's done, it's shot. But it will be on the shelf until they can figure out the way to make the most money out of, out of it at the end of the day. But also, it could the silver lining of that could be maybe they have time to reshoot shit, um, edit it, add more to it. But as a Mortal Kombat fan, somebody's been waiting for this shit since it's been announced. Especially since the boy that played Jimmy Olsen on Supergirl, uh, Supergirl got all jacked up to play Jax. Jax, man, he left. I was sh- looking forward because they were going to make the characters Asian. They said they promised us rated art and deaths. I wanted this shit, that shit. And they promised us good gore. They promised us Mortal Kombat like gore. Exactly. So now we have to wait. We have to wait another few more years. Man, hopefully not years. Hopefully maybe a year. Hopefully it's not the new mutant treatment. And Mm. the sad thing is, like, Mortal Kombat 11 just dropped a Rambo versus Terminator trailer today. Yeah. Just to promote, <laughs> yeah, yes, Daniel. To promote the fact that Rainbow Rambo got released, they just released the Rambo versus. But that's Terminator for the news because everybody that's in the knowing, you got the DLC. We already seen the Rambo seen trailer. the Rambo trailer. But now, but like, now hey, that, guess what? You can have these. You two can now have a fight each other. Fight each other. But no, they should have been Ram, Rambo, uh, Terminator, and RoboCop because I think RoboCop. RoboCop was in already 11. on eleven yeah. already. So it should have been yeah. just already had a. Had a good bullshit trailer of all three. And exactly. And segueing from that to other delayed news. Ooh. <sighs> Cyberpunk. I'm not, no, no, no. I'll just play it. Besides that, because we talked about that. WandaVision has been delayed again. Even longer? They said 2021, but I was suspecting, I was thinking it was going to be later in the year. But it's coming out January 15th of 2021. As of now, that shit could change tomorrow. It could come out this time next year, but for right now, they said no. They're gonna give us give it to us January the fifteenth. Hopefully, they stick to the guns. Because if you're a captain there, you've been listening to this um, podcast. You know how we felt about these delays. We already know that the What If animated series is already done and did. Give us that Disney, because Disney wanted to have everything come out um, in continuity, yeah, strategically. And they wanted to come after the Mandalorian, but nothing stopping Mando. So one vision was supposed to come Mando. out right after Mando ended. So we won't have a little um, grace period between of those nothing two. content. Unless exactly. you, unless you're a person that likes the Discovery Channel or 
the other Disney you original like real content. Life animals. But we're the people that don't. We kind of whoa, like, whoa, whoa, whoa! Don't speak about me. Speak about your truth. Negro, what what did what Discovery Joint have you watched on? Nigga, I discover Plus? every day. I spent most of my life growing up as a kid watching about animals and shit. That's but this nigga, young Joseph, was in zoology class. He came talking to me about animals. Like nigga, crack creatures taught me that shit at eight. As stated, this nigga yeah. always watch the shit on his Magic School Bus, Woof, uh, the Animal Planet, PBS, but, TLC, not the Creek type, but it showed told me about Creeks, like the creepy white man that trolley hop, that trolley hop on the show Taboo, that would pretend to be bums just to get money because they bored with their rich lives. That's why I don't like giving money to bums because like you're an old white dude hiding your truth. Why should I give my hard earned money to your ass? No, thank you, kind sir. I see you hopping to your new Lexus from Phil on Ford, even though they don't sell Lexus because it's Ford. But anyway, I see what you rent, and you go there after work. I see that shit with my own eyes, baby. In other words, Kelsey just exposed that after he gets done watching Fox Kids on Saturday, he went straight to PBS to watch all the the other things. Adur. Adur was an Arvark. You know, you know the bop. You know the bop. He made one like shut up, nigga. You're a nerd. I'm like, yeah. Don't get Winifred. Quiet. Kelsey exposed how old we are because we. Nigga, I'm 35 and alive. I'm older than Tupac and Biggie. Thank you, PBS kid, for informing us of the creepy old people. <laughs> Word, but okay. But okay. So before but we end this, we about to get into music talk. Daniel, did you have something? I have a quick question. Andrew J. Um, yeah. Uh, so please and thank well, you. Last week we we talked about um, Alex Trebek time. Yes. And you showed me Levar Burton might be the replacement host. That's what the fans petition. I'm like, we I'll be down for it. But please, Levar Burton's a a grown his own oh, person. Man. Maybe mm. he don't want to do that. So it's fine. I would love it, but let. Him figure out if that's what he wants okay. to do. It's like the Price is Right thing, like when Drew when Drew Carey took over. And even right? that makes me think about Pat Sajak and Vanna White. But I will yeah. say that supposedly. <laughs> Give me Sophia Vergara. She ain't doing for the Mara family. Put her some tight shit and have her spin some shit around. But supposedly. She killed Lumpia. She used to spin around white keys. <laughs> yes, I brought it around. Narcos. But, uh, Narcos. But, ding, but ding. supposedly I'm told you. Uh, Alex. At least the letters. But Drew's the supposedly letters. doing a good role on The Price is Right. I watched like two episodes and I'm like, all right, I ain't gonna lie, he a cool host. Just have William Brady host everything. Yeah, just have William Brady host yeah. everything. We could, yes. Black people could do it all. He's painkiller on fucking Black Lightning and he plays an amazing fucking killer. He's a host. Not painkiller, my fault, um, Gravedigger. Gravedigger. And speaking of, oh, speaking of Gravedigger and Painkiller, Painkiller is getting his character is going to get a backdoor pilot from Black Lightning, possibly getting his own series. Which yeah, yeah. I'm like, cool. Ain't I'm mad at that. So now we got to talk about music. So what over the week, over this week, I listened though? to two albums this weekend. Which two? Two Chains dropped a new one called So Help Me God. Yup, yup, yup. Two Chains, aka Titty Boy, aka Two Necklace, aka All I Want for My Birthday is a Big Bodie Ho. Once again, the swaggiest of all swag rappers. I love me some 2 Chains. He's basically the Snoop Dogg of this generation. And I don't trust anybody that does not like 2 Chains. Because mm. why not? Mm. He has 2 Chains. Mm. Why be mad? Mean? Exactly. And also, Future and Lil Uzi dropped an album, album, collab album called Pluto and Baby Pluto. And it's slap. It's a vibe. Yeah, so if you're into that trap rap, that future shit, these young rappers, and that whole aesthetic, you already know what you're going to get. Because Future also, several years ago, dropped a joint album with 
with um the boy <laughs> Juice World. Oh, and that shit hella slap. And once again, on both albums, the younger artists carried Everything. the album, but also I get why Future will let them because it, as it allows them to showcase their How talent. How good their talent is. And low key, I'm gonna be honest. I keep forgetting that little Uzi called himself Baby Pluto. So the fact that Future calls yeah, himself like Pluto. That. How could you forget when Uzi dropped the album, then the double album, when the ju- one I, of the songs of the album was Baby, Baby Pluto, Pluto featuring... I know, I know, but I be forgetting sometimes. I be forgetting. No, no, I'm still, we all forget some shit. But just the pure fact that both of them call themselves Pluto and they both have that same type been, of monolic style. Melodic, yeah, and he's paying and respect works. to his OG. And one thing I do forget about little Uzi... I just think this nigga's from Atlanta, but he's really he's from, from Philly. Philly. Yeah, he's so from Philly. So every time he say he's from Philly, I'm like, oh, just but, like Kevin Hart, he's from Philly too. And Wiz, I keep forgetting. But, most of, but his music start, started in Atlanta, so yeah. it's just like one of those no, things. No, Wiz from Pittsburgh, never mind. But, but it's one of those things, it's just like, It's that influence it of the internet, yeah. yeah. What about you, Mandy? Did you listen to any new albums this weekend? Our music? How do you feel about 2 Chains, future um, little Uzi Vert? Uh, Are all your friends dead? <laughs> no, just like a lot of no. So listen, I have not listened to either of those mentioned, but put it this way, I will definitely be checking out your suggestions. I I haven't really been looking into new music lately. I get tend to get into like music ruts, right? We all do. But I've been really feeling the 1975 recently. It's like I don't know their latest album. Yes. When did they come out this year? Wow. Uh-huh. I don't have an answer to that. Hold on, pause. What? I can find out. No, that's fine. But yes, I've been really, I've been really <laughs> into that lately. Cause I did see something from them pop up, so I don't know how recent that was. I, mm, I want to say it's been within twenty twenty. Let's see. Word. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I've been vibing to recently. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Cause today I just found that the, the boy Little Nas X dropped a new Ooh. single called Ooh. Holiday. Mm. I fucks with Lil Nas X. Is it you, Christmas? Loosely. Loosely. It, I thought it was going to be more jingle jangle, but it was like him stuttering, stunning on hoes and man talking about, yo, I might be a bottom, but I'm still on top because, you know, he's gay, so he can make that mm. reference. Mm. And yeah, he referenced Michael Jackson being bad. Like, go ahead, boy. MJ is the only king I respect. But also, YWDCA11 is out right now. So you can hear that new little uh, little Nas X song on that playlist. Little Dilly Bop. And like we was talking about Miles Morales earlier in the podcast and the PlayStation 5. The Messiah, the golden child of hip-hop, Jaden Smith, has the lead single off the soundtrack of the game called I'm Ready. And if you love Spider-Verse, this song sounds exactly like it's off the movie soundtrack. And every time I hear that shit, the little mm. Negro in me just glows inside with a venom blast. And I just want to crawl up walls and web sling because it just makes me feel the best type of way. Like, I am good. I am a hero. And I too can be Spider-Man. And once again, you feel how you feel about Jaden and the Smiths. They're trying to do right in the world from their perspective from their perspective with their abilities and their powers and if you don't fuck with Jaden listen to this music so the boy saying, has talent the boy has skills so you're saying this sounds just like his other single on the album but a little bit more no better. it lets me know you didn't listen to the single cuz it sounds exactly, exactly like, like 
everything of the Spider Verse soundtrack. Literally, if like you were saying, it's basically part two of every the song. Oh, it's it's literally almost even the same beat. Oh, really? It's literally <laughs> like yo, that beat be in my head like once a month. No, I'm trying to tell you, like literally, I would tell you to listen to it right now, but we're recording the podcast. So once I remind you for the fifth time tonight after mm-hmm. we get done that you'll actually listen to it like I've been doing all weekend. But anywho, speaking of be- other video game news, um, Run the Jewels dropped the new single called Save. No Save Point off of, <laughs> <laughs> of a Cyberpunk 2077 because oh they thought the game was going to be out. But they were like, fuck <laughs> it, still release the single. Let the game's out right now. But you fuck with Run the Jewels. And the boy Killer Mike and LP, you're going to love the single. I love it. It's on the playlist as well. Also, um, Dead Mouse dropped a new single called Bridge by Lightwave. That shit's dope. The boy Wale featuring DJ Money dropped a single called Lion Bengals and Bears, which samples a song from Jasmine Sullivan when he's basically rhyming about football. And it slaps. If you fuck with Wale, Wale, Wale's definitely in my like top 10, definitely top 20 favorite rappers of all time. He's definitely one of my favorite newer rappers, depending on what you consider new. He's I love so Wiley. Girl, who you telling? Oh, you a Sydney Prescott. Look at you at the peach pit. Because you like putting your peach in the pit. Or your pit in the peach. And anyway, peg. Reference. Fuzzy things. Yes. <laughs> Billie Eilish is back with another single called Therefore I Am. She's getting all Shakespearean and shit. Um, Anne-Marie dropped this... Um, Single called Problems, which I fuck with. But one of my new favorite um, pop artists that do is like the pseudo EDM pop music. Slater, spelled S L A, three Y's, T to the E R, dropped a song called Throatzilla. One more time, her song is called Throatzilla. You sure that ain't by Cookie? No. <laughs> Cookie better be on Cupcake. Can we Cupcake? It's called Throatzilla, and yeah, she's talking about throating that shit. And guess what? I fucks with it. That's why that shit's on the goddamn playlist, baby. So, once again, if you're not already subscribed to the playlist, make sure you do that so you can know all the music that we like. If there's some songs that we don't mention that you like, make sure you leave a comment on our Facebook profile or even the Instagram. And with that being said, it's time for us to geek out because we yo we geeking out and today we are geeking out about the glorious ladies of wrestling not their original 80s um property of wrestling but we're talking about the netflix series starring the one and only allison brie and mandy Hmm. mandy 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 why did you love glow and what color is your glow Ooh, okay. Why did I love... Okay, because if you want to just watch a show mm-hmm. that has kick-ass, play- or kick-ass uh, music. True. It's pretty. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. And Sounds if, like a little force to me, though. Uh, if you're literally just looking for a show to watch to feel good because it's fun to look at, it's a good show. But also, if you're looking for a show that kind of makes you think, it works that way as well. Exactly. What about you, Ross? What made you love Glow to the fact that you wanted to geek out about it? Oh, well, outside of the beat, well, the fact that it was an actual historical event Mm -hmm. on a comedy on wrestling of an all-female wrestling industry. Yes, side note real quick. The the documentary about the actual Glow series should still be on Netflix. If not, you can YouTube it. 
also I did know about the glow joint beforehand because I came across some old videos of my dad when he used to record old wrestling when I was a child. So I came across one episode beforehand as well as PBS and them back in the day still would show reruns of the old school wrestling. So mm. caught that once in a while. I'm a wrestling fan, so yeah, I'm gonna watch a rest a show a slight comedy about wrestling as well as it's Brady Larson. Yeah. And literally I just got done binging community for the fourth time right when they announced it. So what else am I gonna do with my life? As well as I came and found out that former wrestlers like Carlito and them had been casted for the show. So I'm just like, oh, they're at least going to use real wrestlers for this show. So, yeah, I was going to watch this go regardless. I came sucked into it. Word. And that's something that maybe low-key frustrated. Like, I didn't know Glow was a real thing. And like you, we grew up watching wrestling. <laughs> I'm a wrestling fan. It's just a fact. Like, wait, this was a whole series dedicated to women wrestling that I did not know about. Being a kid of the 80s, watching all the old relics from back in the day, especially on Roller Derby on ESPN Classic. That's how I got into Roller Derby. I'm like, I didn't know about Glow, so that made me feel some type of way. And the fact that it didn't get the respect in modern history, especially in wrestling lore, like, that should have been something, like, most wrestling fans just knew about. But just like Ross, the main reason I love Glow is because it's wrestling, it's comedy, it's real written, and Allison Bree, aka Annie, from Community. We are human beings, and wherever she goes, I go. I have not watched Horse Girl yet, but I'm going to. I believe she was on Mad Men too. I'm not gonna watch that, but most things with anybody from Community, I'm gonna watch. I even watched the Jillian Michael movie with Kevin Hart, mostly because Kevin Hart was also in the movie, and that was like a little indie movie. It wasn't the best, but it felt real. So. It, it was also boring because life can't be boring. Daniel, did you watch Glow? I did watch Glow. Mm. How do you feel about Glow? I thought it was fantastic. I mm. think you would be bash if I have to. Okay, say you know that. what? I, I, I can say. I can do oh, because. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, also, oh, to y'all, I forgot that at this current time. <laughs> it makes sense. At this current time and moment, I was starting to get into stardom and all that, which was a Japanese-only female wrestling industry uh, group. So, like, I was getting into, like, the the indie wrestling, all-female-only wrestling scene. So, like, this is how I came in. Cat so, on cat. So, during, so while, while, right when Glow <laughs> got wow. announced, I was... See? This meow. Is, me wow. Me wow. This is why I got, this is how I got connected into Oscar. Me wow now. The... MWN. Oscar and all of them. So like when the women's classic came up, and I was the Japanese already, crown style. I was already into the whole, knowing most of the female wrestlers because most of them were already only wrestling in like some of them wrestling in the female only joint. So Word. that's how I knew most of these female wrestlers at that time when you was still on the heavy on the wrestling. Word. So Mandy, hmm. who was your favorite character out of the cast and why? Okay, uh, if you have more than one, that's fine. So, Cause I always two fav- I have two favorites. Um, Carmen and Sheila are my two favorites. Which one was Carmen? Carmen is the one who has brothers that are wrestlers. Oh! And she's actually, like, like 
Yeah. Because, you know, she starts out and you're watching the auditions and she stands out mm-hmm. because she she's different than the other she's girls. The, she's the biggest one. She's the biggest one. She looks like a wrestler and you're like, oh, she is not going to fit in, whatever. She's built she's, broad. Yeah, and she's real. For broad. She's real. For broad. <laughs> she's real, like, understated and you don't expect her to end up being, like, her brothers are famous wrestlers and she ends yeah. up coaching everyone else. And it's like that, like, internal check. <laughs> Where, you know, automatically when you're watching a show that, like, all most majority of the cast is, you know, stacked, gorgeous women. Yeah. And then they have the standout character, and it was, like, a self-check for me. I was like, oh, damn, I got played by this because I saw her, and I was like, oh, she's going to be nothing. And then she ends up being, like, a huge part. Barbarian. Yeah. Hell yeah. Exactly. And then Sheila, she's the one that's... The wolf. Yeah, the wolf. Oh, I don't... Wolf. Like, she just... I don't... She's another standout one. She's just wild. That's yeah, all. <laughs> literally, it's in her name. Sheila the Wolf. She's wild, and Sheila definitely is in like my top three favorite characters because she was so am- not ambiguous. She's just a mystery. Cause mm-hmm. like, yo, all right, if you're really this weird, cause every- like when she showed up to audition, she was more or less quote unquote in character. Mm-hmm. Then it was like, what's the character? And then she's like, what you mean? Like, oh no, they was like, I love your character. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, or like, or when Annie, when they're roommates and Annie, and she like attacks a animal. I can't remember why. And Annie's like, oh my God, you're such a weird wolf person. And she's all touched by the fact that she acknowledges oh, her oh as a God. wolf person. Cause like before, yeah. whether it was on escaping or yo, I talked to Daniel about how that weird time period when young white kids decided to be quote unquote wolves uh-huh. just so they could find acceptance within mm-hmm. the group. It was kind of like that. That's what it reminded me of. Like, yo, she wanted to be different. That's why she showed up to the audacious to wrestle. But at the same time, she was already different. And I love the episode. It might have been in season three when they did the whole spirit journey or when they got tr- stuck out in the, in the, the wilderness. Yeah. And sh- Sheila finally came to acceptance with herself and everybody else was like, Girl, you one of us. Like, yo, I got you. And yeah, but that also makes Sheila one of my favorite characters as well, cause her randomness, like, oh, no, this ain't just wrestling with her. This is her. And sometimes in life, especially, I think, like I said before, we have that luxury in America when we get to be weird as fuck because our lives aren't that hard when the only thing we have to think about is surviving and eating. We get to do a lot of things and also be like, well, I wanted to identify as a wolf. Yeah. So, I'm a wolf now. And guess what? People be like, you know what? Me too. Let's be wolves together. That's what I was going to say. Is there's like You can still find solidarity even if you're like, yeah, I'm a wolf person. Someone else is going to be like, oh, dude, me too. Exactly. Let's be a little pack. Exactly. <laughs> Ross, what about you? Your favorite character or ter- characters? I'm going to go with Justine and Tammy. Justine, which one was Justine? Justine is the youngest one out the group who we then come to find out is Sam's Sam's daughter. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I thought I had that written down, but yes. Yes, and then um, I'm going to go with Tammy, a.k.a. Awesome Awesome Kong. A.k.a. Welfare, Welfare Queen. Queen. Guess who her son was in that? Mad, Mad Dog. Dog. Yep. <laughs> when I went watch Miss Mojo, yes, I watched a lot of Miss Mojo and watch mm. Mojo videos. But yes, I was like, nigga, that's Mad, Mad Dog. Dog. <laughs> Mad Dog be everywhere. But yes, so those two literally, as y'all heard, a black mom who had three kids or two. Sure. Uh, a black, a black, <laughs> she had kids. A black mom that had kids that basically was just working to help get her oldest son through schools because she wanted to give him a better school. And a girl who idolized a 
TV show producer. No, he was actually a big time movie star, movie director who ended up becoming a TV show director and did not know due to all the drugs and alcohol he did, he had a child and slowly became a father figure to said daughter who was inspired into the same things he was into. He was about to fuck his daughter. Yeah. But he didn't know. Then she like, bro, get the fuck up. up He's like, you've been following me all around like a lost puppy. Like, yeah, because you're my daddy. He was like, (gasps) boner received. (laughs) That's our Retract DNA. into body. Yeah. Boner received? Received. Received. No. Received. Not that day. That's my southern twine. Because you wouldn't know that because you're not Shania. Ooh. Twain. Twain. You see what I did I there? You're going to hate me a lot more in the future. Trust me. So my favorite character, of course, would be Ruth, a.k.a. Zoya the Destroyer. Because I love me some Allison Brie. And the fact that she was so committed to being an actress mm-hmm. made this series dope. But actually, her dynamic with Debbie, aka Liberty Bell, the duality, and the fact that they were supposed to be quote unquote friends, friends. but <laughs> Ruth ended up fucking her ex husband and all the drama that went towards that. And also, Ruth trying to figure out who she was as an individual in her evolution to the series, which made it great. And Allison Brie is such an underrated actress because if you haven't found her, since community, and you don't see her range, like, she could do it all. She could be cute, she could be sexy, she could be morbid, she could be plain Jane, and also she could be a fucking professional wrestler. And I, one of my... Go ahead, man. Sorry, I oh, no, say, you good, I, girl. I, I, I get, talk a lot. I gain a whole new respect for her because I feel like the role she played as Ruth was a super humbling role because she, like, there's points in the show where you literally feel bad for her because she's, she's trying so hard and just get slapped down every time she tries. And especially if you're used to seeing her look at type of wave, they really make her look plain, not, like, like normal. Not, yeah. Like she has the bats, like yeah. she looks tired. Yeah, I didn't even she, recognize her. Exactly. Yeah. So I love that shit too. And also another thing about the series, they tackle a lot of issues that pertain to women yep. and also minorities in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Because you have the thing, there's an episode with Ruth when she's about to, basically about to get Me Too because she's trying to talk to somebody about directing the show and her acting. And he's basically like, yo, let me get the jacuzzi jets going the way they said. And she's like, huh? Then he's basically about to put a dick out. And she's like, you know what? I'm eh, cool with this. I'm gone. But that shit happens. It deals with single moms in the 80s because Deb has a whole kid. Mm-hmm. And she's trying to figure out her role in life. And then another part of the show, like, Season three started off the Challenger event. They're doing a whole bit live on TV where um, Ruth is playing Zoya, the Russian, and Debbie playing Liberty Bell. And the Challenger launch is actually happening. And you see Ruth in character, like, oh, the, the Americans launching space shuttle. Blah, blah, blah. Then you see um, Liberty Bell looking at, like, you see her face, like, oh shit. Oh God. And she's like, oh shit. Then Rooster like, oh yeah, <laughs> playing this. She's like, oh, 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 oh shit. Then they're like, yeah, cut, cut, cut. Like that let us know like this was happening in real time. And that made the show feel real and organic. Once again, breaking that for a while because the show was actually based and set in the 80s when it actually happened. Yeah, that's like there's that's not like depth there. Like it's like yes. you can look at it as just being like, oh, it's a bunch of bitches fighting in cool costumes and it's fun. But they actually did 
like tackle a lot of the issues that happened in the 80s. And they like that's dense to try exactly. and tackle that primarily. Yeah, because I was born in the 80s, but I didn't know the whole welfare queen was a whole, a whole thing. Like a whole thing. Even with um that Cherry way, Bomb. No, no, yeah, with Cherry Bomb. Well, Cherry Bomb also played Junk Chan, but it reminds me of what Dave Chappelle said on his monologue on SNL about Ronald Reagan, welfare queens. Awesome Kong played a character by, by the name of Tammy who played the welfare queen character, but also with wrestling, they played on stereotypes because they were controversial. And her stereot- her character was like, yo, I'm not doing nothing. I ain't working. I'm black. I'm going to take all y'all monies mm-hmm. and be lazy and get all these meats because I'm a welfare queen. But then she felt bad when she was trying to go with her son to uh, walk him through going to college and seeing this and then somebody that knows her from wrestling like oh you're welfare for a queen and so I'm like hold on what you call my mama and he's like you know he's being his, her son being want to be protected but like it's oh yeah that's me that's the character but at the same time like she when does the character she- stop and when do you um, contribute to the stereotype and it's yeah. one of the things people have to deal with where you're doing things like that even with movies like alright I can either take the role of being a stereotype or just gonna give it to somebody else like me to further portray this stereotype, but at the same time, we gotta make money. I feel like I thought the fact that in all of the characters, because there's there she's not the only character, like they stereotype their characters are stereotypes. Yeah, even like the Asian character. Yeah, exactly. And the I just said the, the Asian character, I don't even the I didn't write Indian character. Uh, her name <laughs> is she, Ellen Wong. Her name's Jenny. Ooh, I'm glad you got her name because I was about but, to say some shit. No, but the thing is, is I feel like sounds very ding 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 ding. ding. <laughs> Just like Arthi, she's a Indian chick that they yeah. have playing as the Muslim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, then, and you like the whole entire time she's like, I'm Indian, I'm not Muslim. There's yeah. a difference, but in eighties. Brown is brown. brown. There's only one crayon for that shit. I feel like there was no boundaries on their characters, and I felt almost irreverent watching the show and enjoying it, and I felt, like, genuinely disrespectful for those moments where the characters were so stereotyped. But that was the whole point. Exactly. They embraced it. It wasn't, like, them being forced into it. Like, they were embracing it. Like, I don't know. That's There's a lot to be said about stereotypes there. Yeah, a lot to be said, but it's okay to laugh. It's not okay to believe the joke. That's true. That's why I make jokes funny. Like, they're supposed to be hee hee ha. But if you watch the show, be like, yeah, they all are like that. Like, no. That's true. No. There's that line, yeah. Whoa, whoa. There's a joke because they're not as a stereotype is for a bit. But no, it's like you can't believe that. We can make fun of whatever you want to make fun of. But if you go out into this world and further that ideology, that's where the problem is. Mm-hmm. Because we all aren't things, but at the same time, we all are. And that's why I say all the time, like, with me, it's also a joke, but it's true. It's like, it's not racist if it's factual. Like, I'm black. I like fried chicken. That's not racist. It's a fact. Right, and there's nothing... I like that fried yard bird. And there's nothing negative in... I feel like a lot of stereotypes get spun as negatives, but then, like, so then people learn how to have, like, a shame in their culture, whatever that may be, yeah. because they are stereotyped. Instead of being like, yeah, so what? This is where I come from. Just like Glee and the Asian F. Yeah. And the Asian F was what? An A Midas. Right. And just like freaking, uh, what you call it, with Cherry with Cherry Bang, freak, yes. in the Bang family, she was a prominent stunt actress, but like she always wanted to get a bigger role. But she couldn't. She couldn't, and all because of her being black 
exactly. in America. And, Black and a strong woman. And a strong woman. And it just was one of those things that's like, she only accepted this was because her and Sam had a good relationship and Sam wanted to at least promote diversity and make her be bigger. But the thing is, he knew at that time and moment, like the whole Liberty Bell and Ruby Ruthie situation was the popular thing. And he had to play on the stereotypes, which kind of made Cherry Bang and them not want to do it. But they kept with it because loyalty and they knew that this was their best way of at least getting a bigger shine than what they used to get as stunt doubles. Word. <laughs> no, no, like for real, for real though. And with that being said, uh, we gonna bring we about to bring this section to the show to an end. But before we get out of here, I have to ask this question. What'd it be, Mandy? Hmm. Who's your favorite professional female wrestler of all time? All time. If you had to pick one. In real life? Yes. Mm. I don't have one. Because you don't mm. follow wrestling like that? No. No, that's okay. Mm. No, I actually didn't. Like, I, I watched Glow on a whim and huh. then fell in love with it. That is totally fine. Yeah. But once again, just tell the people one more time your favorite character from Glow did. Oh. Uh, if you had to pick one. It's going to be Carmen. Yeah, Carmen's numero uno. Carmen? Okay. No diggity. No, no doubt. doubt. Ross, your favorite, your favorite female wrestler of all time. Oh, you know who it is. No, I don't. That's why I asked you. The Empress of Tomorrow, baby. Oscar. Ember Moon? No, that's Oscar, baby. The, All right, the that's only, fine. That's, the, only real wrestler to beat, the only real wrestler to beat Bill Goldberg's undefeated streak. Yes, you know. We all know that job. streak was propaganda. That, that streak was propaganda, but not that's Oscar's, though. Book. Oscar's is true to the earth and actually beat that propaganda streak. So, like I said... The only person to beat Goldberg's bullshit streak, Oscar. Word. All right. That's how you feel. I asked the question. You gave me an answer. The truest longest title reign outside of Bailey. You know why? Because you got that strong style. Strong style. Strong style. Strong For me, style. my favorite female wrestler of all time. Is it L-I-T-I-A? No, it's not just one because I don't never have just one. I have a top three. You know. No particular order. Beth Phoenix. Ooh. The genetic goddess herself, Ooh. Charlotte Fair, Ooh. and none other than the one, the only, the triple blondes. Nah, because I want to read her like a book because she's what a page. Yes, oh, hey, you nigga, you already know two blondes and a blonde. You already know page. Well, if I gotta Fuck go, my it. top three. Then See, you. I told you, you try to sit here and act, but I ain't going front. That is a good top three. My top three going Oscar, AJ Lee, and ooh. you would go with AJ Lee. You yeah, want to scare the girl? AJ say you see you later, girl. AJ killed it. AJ, no, no, I'm not AJ's taking anything from AJ. Is probably AJ is probably the best female. AJ had a good run. AJ, regardless, like, best no. female on the mic to me, hands down. All right, I'm not. We don't have no time to debate. But that. then after that, I'm gonna have to Oscar, go with AJ and the best. The best females to hold the te- the singles belt together. Lay cool. Lake Cool killed it. Lake Cool did. They was original iconics. <laughs> they were the original iconics. And with that being said, that's going to bring Yo, we can get out to the we end. So before we get out of here, we got to hit you with Yo, check it out. Check, this is where we check, get our check, recommendations check for everybody that has watched Glow. So for you, Ross, what would you recommend for the people to check out if they watch Glow? If you like and Glow enjoyed it, of and course. enjoyed it, I would recommend y'all to watch. Uh, well, it's hard to actually try to find this, but. Try to go on the YouTube and watch any type of stardom wrestling match. Stardom. 
Yeah, stardom is one of the good wrestling female ma- uh, only wrestling industries out there. Word. Mandy, mm. what about you? What is your recommendation for the f- listeners? Well, uh, this is my first time dabbling in anything like Glow, so I have nothing related. But That's fine. Just tell them. I always reference my standby. Always watch New Girl. Even if you've watched it a million times. Wait, 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 again. wait, wait. Daniel, can you ask the question? Uh, it was Sully is the new girl. Who was the old girl? Your mom. All right, moving on. Oh, <laughs> evidently, you don't listen to the, you don't listen to the podcast but. because you would know that the old girl was we need a bitch. Winston was the old re- roommate before Coach came in. Oh, well, then, yeah. Yeah, yeah, see, yeah, it's like who the boss? You gotta watch Community. And for anybody out there that's still listening that cares, my recommendation would be Whip It. Because Whip It was also a movie about a group. Yes, it was about road derby, female strong ass characters. And it was a coming to age story. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I own it. Does that have Ellen Page? Uh, Adoy. So once again, Mandy, did you watch Whip It? I sure do. Do you love Whip It? I do. Would you like to be on an episode when we geek out about Whip It? You know it. We will pencil in, pencil you in for 2021. It might not happen, but it might. <laughs> word. Yes. And with that word being said, hey. Hey, hey, hey. This is the end of the show. We came to the end of the show. Of the show. We came, we came to the end, end of the show. show. Another show is done, For sure. and we all had some fun. So thank you, thank, thank, thank you. you, thank you for listening. Yeah, ooh, I think we did that. Girl, be happy. <laughs> <laughs> and once again, thank you. Oh, you keep thanking people like you I know. Many. Once again, thank you guys. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah. Once again, thank you guys. Thank you. Hey, hey thank you guys. Once no, again. no, 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 my <laughs> A special thanks go out to all you captioners for staying tuned to the end of the episode. Thank you, Manny, for being on the show and blessing us with your glowing knowledge. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Always a pleasure. Damn you. Thank you for being coherent, awake, and being here. Always. Yes. And with that being said, that's going to be a wrap of another episode of Yo, Yo Where the, the Couch Is At. As always, I've been yours truly, Kelsey Show. And you know who I be, the one and only Roscoe Tinkoya. Love, peace, and happy grease. And remember, guys, be one or be nothing. Thank y'all for listening. Be kind, y'all. Yes, Daniel, go and get mad at another thank you for listening. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wash your hands, be a man or a woman. And stand up for what's right. We Wear you. your mask. And Thank once you. again, we From love y'all so local much. Local nurse. Thank y'all for listening to us. And we're all Spider-Man. <laughs>